What's happening, guys? We are back with another episode of RL Talks. Sorry we were missing last week. Cat had a little bit of the post-vacation sleepies, and we figured it wasn't best to do a podcast then. But we are absolutely back here to give you guys another little, maybe even just a little bit quick podcast, just to give you a quick life update and tell you guys where we're headed, where your coaches are headed, and what our game plan is for the summer. So... Without any further ado, let's get into it. We're back. I'm back. <laughs> You're back. I survived. You did survive. <laughs> you got one workout in and you survived. <laughs> yes, I did. You know what? And I'm, I'm okay with that. That's okay. Um, sorry that we missed you guys last week. Uh, yeah, I was a little bit tired. That was, uh, a sleep was not the priority on my vacation. That is for sure. But, uh, I also came back on our last day off. So meal prep was a priority. Grocery shopping, meal prep, like that's a non-negotiable in our life. So we had to get that done. And I wanted to sit down and do the podcast because I have a couple things to say, but priorities. Yeah, it was a matter of getting right back into routine. And as much as we love this podcast, I guess you could say it's not really part of, it's not inherently part of the routine. It's something that we do to keep everyone entertained. <laughs> and on top of that too, like the last thing I'd want to do is put out a shitty podcast where I'm literally a potato and I'm stumbling over my words and I sound like a fucking loading YouTube video because I was... <laughs> I called you one day and I, you literally looked at me and, on like FaceTime or whatever. And you're like, it's like watching a fucking like loading podcast right now. Like you are, what's that? What is it? Like, buffering. I'm buffering. Yeah. And so that's the last thing I wanted to do. But so thank you guys for your patience. <laughs> and I really, really needed sleep that first day back at work, like the day after. That you, was you rough. were not thriving. Well, you were not okay. I'll be honest. Like when I say sleep was not a priority on the vacation, like. We, I got up for at 4 a.m. for a 6 o'clock start, and I I wasn't even in bed at that time when I was in Mexico. Like, we were still sitting out on the beach. So, uh, yeah, we, need, we needed a little bit of sleep. Yeah. But. That's fair. So, how did it go? Like, how, how was your vacation? I know you kind of committed to doing three workouts on your one-week trip. <laughs> how did that end up panning out? So, I did. I got one workout in. And you know what I fucking realized is I don't miss public fucking gyms. I just, I hate people. I hate people so much. I hate people that take over an entire small gym. Like the resort actually had a pretty decent setup. Like I was actually quite impressed, but there's one fucking couple in there and they took up the entire space. Like I was like, I was like, I just want to go home. I want to go to my gym. I hate this. I hate this so much. I don't want you touching the things that I want to be using. I don't want you to ask me if you can use the things that I'm using. I don't. I just go away. Get Go the fuck away there. Ah, anyway. Okay. So, yeah. yes, I only got one workout in. And it's funny because I totally got called out um, by you guys. And I appreciated that. I appreciated that a lot. Um, but I kind of, I like, I, I don't know. It wasn't, it was on my mind a lot and it's something that I really wanted to do. Um, I did want to get the workout in, but when I thought about how my trip was going overall, um, I didn't feel like I 
needed to make it a priority. Like we were, steps were on point. Like we were over 10,000 steps every day. And my, the biggest thing, and I actually like said this to my friend, I was like halfway through the trip and I was like, you know, I'm reflecting on the, like some of the things that I had said on the podcast before about like eating and like having the buffet and having like Mm -hmm. this abundance of like all this like feel good food because it's never like. Like it's all feel good food at the buffet. Absolutely, right? it's it's part of the resort experience. It's part of the vacation experience. Yeah, and I turned to my friend and I was like, you know what? Like I'm having like the coolest realization right now, and that's like, I am so conscious of my eating right now, but it's not in like a forced manner. Like right. I'm going to the buffet and I'm like picking the foods that I would typically eat at home, and I'm not overeating and. I'm okay with just having one plate at the buffet. I don't feel the need to go back and get, like, all of the desserts or get a plate full of bacon. Like, I didn't feel any desire whatsoever to just, like, I don't want to say binge, but, like, have that, like, binging mentality of, like, this is a free-for-all. You weren't exactly talking yourself out of food either. Like, it's not like you were sitting there like, no, I have to eat this stale, boiled-ass chicken breast. (laughs) No, totally. Like, I was, like, I just, like... I would walk in and, and my food choices were just so natural to me. And yeah. like, I, I was, it was so funny cause I was walked in, they were a solid buffet. I'm not going to lie. Like totally. they had like, their lineup was actually quite big and they had, I walked in and I walked by this little station and it was like, they had chicken steak and I think it was like tilapia or whatever the catch of the day was. And they would just like grill it up in front of you. And I was like, what? This is fucking awesome. Like, I was actually excited about it. Like, I was just, I felt, it, in the in the moment when I was picking my foods, I didn't, I wasn't really thinking about it. But when I was, like, thinking back on it, I was, like, I was, like, uh, my food choices are just so natural at this point. Like, yeah, I, and I did eat the good things, too. Like, but I, it's not like I was, like, I, I wasn't overeating. And then when I came home, I think everybody knows, like, when you get back from a vacation, like, you know that, like. You feel like shit. You probably haven't shit. You're bloated as fuck. You are just dragging it. Like, you know that, like, post. Oh, 100%. And I felt good when I came home. I wasn't bloated. I didn't have this, like, I, this might be TMI, but, like, my skin breaks out really bad when I eat, like, a fucking trash panda. And, like, I didn't have that. Like, I got up the next day. We, like, the next day we went to work. I got up and I went for a run. Like, Yes, I was tired, but I was, like, tired from lack of sleep, not tired because I had just, like, eaten all this crap yeah. all week, and now I'm trying to like, get back into my routine. Yeah, your body wasn't bogged down by the excess amount of processed foods just weighing you down. Yeah, exactly. And I, I I, don't know. It just felt so cool to, like, be able to, to notice that I was doing that and that it was just so integrated into, like, what I was doing that it wasn't like I even had to argue with myself about it be like what I really want is to like smash I don't know like an entire plate of bacon for breakfast I'm like no I actually just wanted like two pieces of bacon for breakfast and I was fine yeah absolutely I mean we (laughs) there was a lot of they sushi was a big thing at this resort for some reason which was super cool and we would just like we would just order sushi by the pool and I was like I'm okay with this totally like this is not like it's you know it's gonna be fresh and so yeah, it was like that was a really cool moment that stuck out in my head because I think that's the first time that I've really traveled and not felt 
like guilty about my food choices. Totally. So yeah, it was so yes, I didn't get my workouts in, but that's I'm I'm okay with that because I I I didn't feel like I needed to counter all this other shit that I was right. doing. And it, it goes back to what we were talking about too. Like you're allowed to give yourself a vacation. You're allowed to give yourself a break. Like it's absolutely phenomenal that you got like your steps in throughout the day. And I feel like if anything, that is like one of the easiest things to commit to, but something that in the long run makes such a big difference is just walking, right? Especially um, us being coming just out of winter, out of this long, gross, disgusting winter where sun doesn't rise until, you know, 9 a.m. and it sets at like 2.30, right? (laughs) Now you're in the sun, you're at the equator. So you're honestly giving your body more benefits by getting those steps and being outside and more importantly, allowing yourself to enjoy that break because I I actually really want to talk about, um, and it won't be on this podcast, but I really want to talk about like what it's like to live in the life of a first responder for the people who don't know, right? For the listeners who don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's a bunch of people that are out there that are like, oh God, like we know we're there, but understanding the life of a shift worker understanding the life of a first responder and and what that entails like that break is so necessary yeah it's we talk about being gentle with ourselves we talk about um allowing ourselves to have a little bit more leeway but sometimes you just need that break just to forget it all yeah and i think out of everything yeah, doing a doing one workout is great. Hey, you did your one workout. <laughs> Marissa would be proud. <laughs> you did your one workout. But at the same time, the benefits of just relaxing, decompressing, enjoying some sunlight, getting those actually mean- getting sunlight. Actually getting sunlight, <laughs> getting those meaningful steps and not have to commit to an alarm clock, waking up with the natural rhythm of the sun. Like I think that's just so important. I think there's so many benefits to that and that's the big takeaway from this whole vacation experience totally like we've talked about like the effects of stress before and um i was stressed before we left i was like not it's been there's been a lot going on and work has been absolute trash and i went on this vacation with the intentions of like i I told myself i was like i'm just gonna shut my brain off like i am not gonna think about a single thing while we're there like and I actually did that, which is super cool because yeah. I am, my brain doesn't usually function like that. Like usually I'm a mile, you know this, like I'm a million miles a minute yeah. and I can't relax for the life of me. And I was yeah. like, there was one day I just literally sat down and I just read a book. I finished an entire book and I was like, this is great. Yeah. This is like it. Yeah. And I come and I came home and like, we like finished like my first like tour back and I could feel it at work. Like I could feel the difference between myself and, and like a lot of other people. Everyone else was still like stressed to the tits and just miserable. And like my ability to like just bounce that off me instead of absorb it where before I was just absorbing all this like negativity. And yeah. So, and, and not to, not to do like, not to do like the woe is me thing, Um, (laughs) but alternatively, but I, but like, yeah, I feel like this is super important to like alternatively, like, while you were gone, uh, like I had to keep the house in order. I had to make sure the dog was fed and walked and, and cared alive. for and loved. Yeah, alive, right? Fucking bobcats, man. <laughs> oh my 
my goodness. We uh, can, if you guys don't know our dog, like our dog looks terrifying. Like we take him to the dog park and people are actually like terrified of him. They're like, he's going to eat my, my dog and like whatever else. Like he actually can look quite intimidating, but he is the biggest freaking dumbass. And Mike texts me one morning. He sends me a snap and he's like, it's like 5 a.m. And he's like, guess what your stupid dog did today? He decided he wanted to play with a bobcat. And I was like, what? He did what? Like, yep. Decided he wanted to try and make friends with a bobcat was chuffing and whining at this bobcat to come play with him. And Bobcat was more interested in getting a fucking meal for the day. <laughs> yeah. And then stalked you guys for like 10 minutes. Yeah. Like stalked us in the entire way home. Yeah. It was a great experience. I got my cardio in 100%. <laughs> Your at heart rate was Five in the morning. Up. But yeah. But like, and on top of that, like dealing with um, work and everything, like, whereas you had that, I'm going to shut off my brain. Like my brain had to be active 100%. Right. Um. And it's like, this is where I sound like a dick. For once, I was like, man, this is what Cat feels like on the regular. Like, but I, th- I felt like I felt like this week was super insightful on my end. Um, I, 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 I too did a lot of reflecting and how daily life and even just the smallest tasks affect us and affect you. Um, so I did a lot of reflecting and. It was a very eye-opening experience, but it also gave me a chance to to try and create routine, try and work on sleep hygiene habits, trying to work on learning to separate and differentiate my work life from my home life. Um, and while I didn't have that relaxing, I'm going to shut off my brain, I did have moments to reflect, just be very introspective. And try and create routine for myself amidst a bunch of chaos. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna harness a bit of my buddy, my buddy G here. I don't know. I don't even know if he listens to this podcast, but um, sometimes, yeah, like we talk about balance, but sometimes balance is bullshit. And sometimes you do need to balance a hundred different spinning plates at once, making sure none of them fall. But through those, through those tasks, through those tribulations, we learn what's important, how to protect ourselves, how to create routine for ourselves, and also how to forget about the small shit that is insignificant or does not need to be dealt with right now. What was important right now? It was making sure my meals were made for the week, making sure I created a routine, making sure that within that routine, I was taking care of another living being (laughs) and making sure he was cared for. He was loved. He was walked. Um, But also trying to look after myself. And I realized through this all like, like, man, cat does a lot of shit for us, right? For this household. Um, So yeah, it was a big learning experience just in a week. And I remember even texting you and being like, fuck, I wish I had more time in the day. And that was when I had that aha moment, like, oh, fuck, like, this is what Kat always talks about. Um, but I had my little meltdown, I had my little moment, but then I started creating routine. And within that routine, like, I did, like, look after myself, too. Like, I bought a couple of video games, trying to sh- shut off my mind. I started getting some studying in, too. Um, again, 
making sure the dog was cared for, not fucking playing with bobcats. (laughs) Or getting beat up by chihuahuas. Or getting beat up by chihuahuas. (laughs) You know what, I think, you hadn't actually expressed this to me, so this is actually, like, really cool for me to hear. Um, And you touched on so many things where, like, all these, like, light bulbs are going off in my head. And first of all, like, by me leaving, so this is the first time that I've, like, gone on a, like, actual vacation without you. So, like, that was a whole thing within itself. Like, I've left. Like, usually it's me that, like, goes away and leaves you, like, stranded. And, but this was the first time where I was like, peace out, Mike. Just keep everybody alive. I'll fucking see you in a week. But by me leaving, like, it apple, abs, apple absolutely disrupts the routine. It, it disrupts, like, this routine that you and I have created around each other. And you had to very quickly adjust. Yeah. Because otherwise you were going to starve, not sleep, and the dog was going to die. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, like... There's this, this is one of those, like, you have to always anticipate that there's going to be chaos. Mm -hmm. And while this might be like a hard definition of chaos, but like it's a disruption nonetheless, and you have to be able to adjust to these things and, and figure it out. And yes, there's always a hundred spinning plates and you're going to drop some. Totally. It's going to happen. But then you, you, then you just adjust. You're like, okay, this isn't working. You evaluate, like, is this a priority? If it is a priority, what other plates can I just simply put down that so they don't drop? Like, it's all this this balancing act. And, yeah, sometimes balance is bullshit, and you have to drop all the plates and kind of, like, start all over again. Yeah, and I think that that one day where I just had my meltdown of, like, there's not enough time in the day, I honestly, I just let the plates fall. Like, screw it. I'm going to sit on the couch. I'm going to watch some Netflix. I'm going to, you know, regroup and then attack this tomorrow. Yeah. Start creating a start creating a game plan in my head, and this like by the end of it, I was getting fantastic sleeps. Like I was getting, I created that sleep routine. Um, I everything started falling into place naturally. Yeah. And whereas balance is bullshit, but also we can recreate balance by again creating a game plan, anticipating certain chaos even though you can't anticipate all the chaos but certain anticipating certain chaos and then just rolling with it and realizing too if some plates fall or some shit goes sideways don't fucking stress about it yeah as long as nobody dies as long as as long as nobody dies i come home at the end of the day i make it to work don't do meth (laughs) (laughs) that's the benchmark yeah bills are paid don't do meth make sure the dishes are done (laughs) (laughs) How did you feel when I came home? Was that a struggle? No, no. No. Did you feel like we just like fell back into like? I felt I felt I felt like I don't and I don't know I I can't speak for you, but I felt like everything kind of fell into place naturally, and you were just coming back and reintegrating. Mm. Um, did me coming home ruin any of the routine that you were happy that you had established while I was gone? Not at all. Okay. Not at all. I think the only thing that really changed was the fact that we were able to divide some of the house chores and like taking care of, 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 of the doggo, um, which was kind of actually kind of weird. Cause I got so used by the end of it to like taking him out for like three hours a day and going on these long adventurous walks and, you know, without bobcats, but replace them with angry chihuahuas. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that was the biggest thing. And it, it just seems so, it seems so insignificant. But also, in my mind, it was such a big piece of that week. Yeah. Because <laughs> that was my decompression. That was my, that was my, I'm going to forget about things for at least an hour, hour and a half sometimes, and just 
enjoy time with my with my dog. <laughs> Outside. I like too that um I I love that you went and bought video games and just like sat around and played some video games because that was your moment of de-stressing in this moment of chaos because like your entire routine had been disrupted and it I like yes you had to have a bit of a moment about it but you also made time to ensure that while you were overwhelmed with everything that was going on and now having to spin all the plates without having to share the plates with me, like you were still so conscious of like, I, I need to do something for me in this. Otherwise yeah. I'm just going to flounder. So I, I love that you did yeah. that. And I, you know, I, I think you had mentioned at some point um, while you were gone, like you had mentioned to me, like, do you want me to text my mom to pick up the dog? And part of me was like this big blaring alarm being like, yes, just say yes. <laughs> But then another part of me was like, well, if I don't do it, then I w- I'll never know. Like, we don't know what, we don't know what the future brings, especially now with going back to school, dropping a casual, all this stuff. Like, we don't know what that's going to bring. We don't know if you're going to go on another vacation um, or just say, I'm dumping you. Here's the house. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Well, no, no. <laughs> but I mean, we don't know what that future brings. But I, I wanted to know. I wanted to know what I'm capable of. And, like, I oh, I don't want to get preachy here, but I feel I feel like this is something that I need to express, um, is that all this time I always search for purpose. And that's, that, is, that, is my one, that is my one thing in life. Is like my one thing in life is, that, is always looking for, for purpose, right? I preach to um, friends, family, clients, like, always find your purpose. Why are you doing the things that you do? Why are you taking on this training program? Why are you deciding to make these changes? It's because we need to find purpose. And I felt like while you were gone, I needed to find that purpose again. Yes, I could easily say, let your mom take the dog. I'm just going to veg out for a week, take my own little staycation, and be done with it. But that doesn't fulfill the purpose piece. I'm an adult. (laughs) I just turned 31. Well... I, on paper. On paper, an adult. My, 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 my birth certificate says I'm an adult. But I needed to find that purpose. I needed to realize that we are not always going to be with each other 24-7. Life happens. Work happens. Sometimes we're going to be away from the house for extended periods of time because life is life and that's just how it is. It's happened before. It's happened in the past. And this was a big learning moment. This was a big teaching moment from life being like, you need to find that purpose again. What is what is my purpose? It is caring for the people that I've chosen to bring into my life. It is caring for myself. It's recognizing what my limit is and staying well within that limit and pushing that limit when necessary. By just pawning things off, you don't establish what your purpose is. You don't establish how far you can go. And yeah, I'm going to sound preachy, but it's these little moments that teach you these big lessons. And I think this is a really important time for us to have these lessons too, like especially with you going back to school in the fall, because we have, you and I have worked the same schedule for like four years. Yeah. Like we have worked the same four days on, four days off as each other for four years. Yeah. And there, I mean, there was a little bit of a break in between there. But it was very, very short. Otherwise, it was, it was almost like I think it was less than a year, really. <laughs> well, when we were when we were down south, like yeah. I was in the city, you were up north, yeah. and like, and so with you going back to school Monday to Friday, nine to five, like, 
and me like still staying on the shift work like our entire routine is about to be fucked the whole everything that we have settled in for four years is about to fucking go up in smoke and I think like I love hearing you say that like this was a big learning opportunity for you like realizing like how hard it is like without me and I mean I would feel the same if you if if the tables were turned here if you had been the one to leave like and having to adjust all of that like I would feel the same but these this is a very important learning moment for us to figure out these little things but also be able to take on a little bit more and like figure Mm -hmm. out how to take on a little bit more because Mm -hmm. it that time is going to come for us where it's all going to reset I'm terrified I'm going to starve that's my biggest fear (laughs) I'm going to fucking starve to death when you go back to school because I don't know how to feed myself I don't know how to like or 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 I'm going to get really good at cooking that or we're just there's going to be a period there where our fridge is just going to be like sheet pans full of breakfast bake (laughs) listen guys I made this bomb ass fucking (laughs) breakfast casserole the other day and like it was so good. And I might live off of it. Like, if you guys have seen any Instagram story of mine, you know that I love myself a breakfast bowl. And, like, so I, like, changed it up a little bit with this, like, breakfast casserole. And I made it, like, with plant-based eggs so Mike could also eat it. And, uh, yeah, so if you see us eating a lot of breakfast in the future, it's because I don't know what else to do. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think this was, this was a big thing for us. Yeah, it was. And I'm, 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 I'm thankful it came at the time it did. Because we are essentially down to the wire for some big changes coming up. Um, and I hadn't realized it until now how big things are going to change. Especially once seeing my schedule like in my face. Seeing that, that how it's going to look. Like, this is going to be a lot of big changes. I'm so glad you're catching up because I've been stressing about this for months already. I know, I know. <laughs> and you're like, it's fine, it'll be fine. And I'm over here like, we're not fine. And, and, and that, goes, that, goes to our, that goes to our like different personalities. Like yeah. you're, very, um, you're very cold and calculating in a way. You're like fucking serial killer. <laughs> Don't tell people. Did you leave bodies in Mexico? You know what? That's a, that's a conversation for off the mic. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> but you're very cold and calculating in that way. And I'm very much, let's see where the world takes us. I'm a planner. You're fly by the seat of your pants. Yeah. And I've, 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 I think I've thrived that way. And now I'm, this experience has taught me to see the world through your lens. And that's not a bad thing at all. It's 100% not a bad thing. Because now I'm realizing, like, there are big changes coming. And I needed this. You're welcome. I'll go on vacation. Do you want me to go again? No. I'll go back. No. 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 Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just put your foot down? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Put my fucking hobbit foot down. Well. I'm going to London. I'm camping out with the boys for a week. All right. All right. <laughs> boys, you can take them for a whole week. I'll survive just fine. I'll get through it. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I could deal with Bill and Tom full time. It's, it's a whole lot of chaos. There's <laughs> a I think you guys would get arrested and beat up for talking shit. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I'd be concerned. <laughs> um, anyways, so that's that's that. That's that life yeah. total update. So, next life update. Where are we going from here? 
So, and it, when you say that, let's let's set a little bit of context. A little context. So, um, our programs are changing. We're gonna we're gonna dive into the workout part of this because yeah. I feel like that's the the next little piece. Because that's this. actually a, that's actually been a it's gonna be quite a change for us. Yeah. So. For those, let's, let's let's backtrack a little bit. So when we bought the house last year, um, a big part of us buying a home was we were still all like pandemic-y and blah, blah, blah. And we were like, let's find a space to build a home gym. So we like tore out the basement, ripped up all the carpet, put down all the flooring, bought like barbells and plates and squat rack and bench and whatever else. And I just kept flowing with like the previous program that you had made me. And I... I've gotten to the point where I'm miserable with it because there's so much of my program that is like public gym based with all the yeah. machines and like, and we don't have, currently, we don't have any dumbbells, but those babies are coming and I'm excited. Oh, miss dumbbells. Um, and so I was like struggling with my program a lot because I just like was getting tired of constantly having to like figure out like, okay, how do I replace this, this exercise or like, oh, I have no idea and Mike's at work and I'm my brain's broken and I can't figure this out so um I asked you to make me a new program and not only are you is like the it is it going to be fitted to like our gym and and so I can do all the things but you're also changing up the structure of my program which I don't think the structure of my program has changed in like two years yeah so I'm super jacked on that and you just switched your program to I feel like we're finally getting to the point where we can bring our focus back to our training. Our training has been on the back burner a little bit. It's been there. We talked a lot about it. We're still incorporating it, but we are not doing as much as we were. And, but big part of that too is like the, the switch from like a public gym to a home gym was a lot bigger than I thought it would be. Yeah. That adjustment has been a lot bigger. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of it comes down to just again, the limited equipment and space and just the environment, the community feel, right? That's the biggest part for me. Yeah. I'm, I'm a bit of an introvert in a way in that sense. So for me, like that change didn't really, didn't really bother me too much, but the change of like having minimal, like being very minimalistic, uh, was a big change because now I'm working with just barbells and kettlebells, right? And resistance bands. Although I don't use those that much, but they're there. That's what we got. That, that's that's what, literally what our that's setup what is right now. Yeah. Um, and I tr- I did, I pro- I created a strength-based program, like a um, an increase, like just to increase my strength. And that went really, really well. Like I tried, I tried a couple different programs before that, like just tried some, some things before that. And I didn't quite find that groove. Like I didn't quite find um, the groove with like lack of machines, lack of equipment. Um, and it just, it was just kind of frustrating. And then I scaled back how many days I was working out and just how varied it was. Uh, and I just decreased all of that. I stripped it down to the bare bones and I had such a good time. <laughs> like I had such a brilliant time um, on a new program. And now I think I've found that niche and just kind of rolling with it now. Now I'm just kind of changing the structure a little bit um, just to kind of fit my needs at the time. For me, the hardest part was like, before, when we were going to a public gym, we would go to work, we would take our gym bags with us, we would go straight from work to the gym before we even got home. But this, like, coming home aspect of it, like, the routine change of it 
has been the hardest part for me because it's so easy to get distracted when you get home. It's so easy to like walk in the door and just be like, oh my God, thank God I'm done for the day. Or you walk, I walk in the door and I'm like, hey, I got to do, my house is fucking filthy. There's dishes everywhere. The dog needs to be fed. The dog needs to be walked. I'm gonna, I have to do all of these things before I can like make time for myself to work out. And so that adjustment has been the hardest part for me. It's not necessarily like the social part of it. Don't get me wrong. Like I do miss like talking shit about people in the gym. I do miss being motivated by seeing other people lift in the gym. Like I do miss that environment. Absolutely. But for me, the, the hardest thing is, and we have talked to our clients about this before, like building that, like prepping to go to the gym and like having your bag ready, having like um, your snacks ready before the gym, like planning to go straight to the gym or like fitting that into your day, whatever that looks like. But it, for me, it's been really hard to not get distracted as soon as I walked in the door. So finding that little missing link is going to be the biggest thing for me. And like having a new program that doesn't frustrate me because I have to constantly modify, I think is going to be a big piece of this. Like being excited about my program again is something that I'm like, let's go. And that's, uh, that's something that, uh, that's a message actually I really want to hammer across to people. I'm not changing really this topic of, of this whole conversation, but one thing I really want to hammer to people is that, listen, there's no perfect program. There is no such thing as, despite how it might may be advertised, there's no such thing as a perfect program. A good program, the perfect program, is one you can stick to 100% without having to swap programs, without having to do too many modifications. If a program excites you, if a program fits your needs, fits your schedule, and is able to integrate itself, into your life and you can auto-regulate as needed, right? By that I mean like increase weights, decrease weights, be a little bit flexible with it. Um, that program is gonna be the perfect program for you. Yeah. Just because it's advertised as this is like the best program to pack on muscle, chances are it's not. <laughs> and I told you that I wanted a new program. Like theoretically, the program that I'm doing, I am technically on the last week, it's just like, extra weeks to do the last week um but I told you I was like hey like I really need a new program like I'm just about done mine and you said well what do you want your new program to look like and I was like I don't fucking know just do it and you were like no 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 no. like I need to like you needed a little bit of structure and feedback from me Mm -hmm. where I was just like what what do you mean just tell me what to do like you're my coach you make my programs you've made my programs for years like just fucking do it and you're like no like you asked me, you're like, how many days a week do you want to be working out? How do you want to be working out? What are your goals? Like, where do you want to see? How long do you want this program to be? Like, all of these things. And I, I felt a little bit taken aback by it because I almost forgot. Because I never do the workout programs yeah. with our clients. That's not my jam. That is your jam. I have zero interest in building those. So then I was, like, reflecting back on, like, all the times that, like, when we are speaking to clients and, like, when you are doing like our discovery calls and even our kickoff calls and like a lot of the questioning that you do in my brain, I don't even register like what you're yeah. doing, but you're like pulling pieces of what this person is saying mm-hmm. to get all these answers to these questions where with me, you can be a little bit more straightforward because I should be cluing in as to why you're asking yeah. these questions versus having to just like pull them from a blank conversation or like a broader conversation. So um, I'm excited to have this program that is now more aligned with 
um, what I want. Like I told you, like four days a week has been a struggle right now. Can we bring it back to three so that at least I can be hitting that consistently? Yeah. Like I want to be working out four days a week, but with how things have been going lately, it's just not achievable for me. And yeah. you're like, that's fine. Let's, let's, let's drop it down to three. What's wrong with three? Like if I, with all the other movement that I'm getting in my life now, especially with the dog, like the dog has been such a change in my like daily activity to begin yeah. with. Like, and that was like an important moment for me to pick up on of like, just because I'm losing a day in the gym doesn't mean I'm actually losing all of this activity because I've made up for it in other aspects. So having those, I don't think I've ever done a three day split. And I, I'm curious to see like, I'm, I'm hoping it'll fit much better and I won't yeah. feel so crunchy about like, fuck, here we go again. I've missed another week of my fourth workout or I couldn't get that one in because this, that, and whatever else. Like, so having that fit in and then you're also changing the like intensity structure of it. You're like changing that up on me, which I've also like never done, but I've also never cared. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I mean, that goes to, that goes to like, again, structuring, structuring programs, right? Like that's, you have a number of different types of styles of programming, right? There's linear periodization. There is, um, like five three like the Texas method cube method so many you could you could fucking go down the list and there's tons of methods right each of which is gonna profess like this is the best way to 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 gain strength and muscle and everything like that but I've actually started playing with daily undulating periodization I'm just gonna go quickly into it like daily undulating periodization is essentially a three day split you do a medium effort day a light explosive effort day and then a max strength effort day. And reason why I really like this structure of programming was because instead of prolonging this structure over eight weeks, 10 weeks, 12 weeks, 16 weeks, I'm condensing it down into three days. And each day is essentially an individual progression of its own. Right. Um, so you get the best of all worlds. You get um, some good power building ones, like strength building ones. You get some like hypertrophy days, and then you get like maximal effort, like testing that absolute strength day, without necessarily maxing out. It's enough. It's enough of a split. It's enough days of training that you're able to get that recovery period in between your 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 days, without having to suffer like missing out your schedule completely or just getting bored of it. Gives you enough variety that. You, you stay excited about it. Every day feels like a new day. Every day has its own little progression. So it's it's like a, it's like you're on a new program every single time you train. But it's all the same program. So I really like that. I'm hoping that it's something that you can kind of fall into as well. But if it doesn't, not the end of the fucking world. We can play around with it, right? Like, yeah. And this is what people need to understand. is like you don't need to... If you absolutely hate a program, you don't need to commit to it. Now... I will say, jumping from program to program to program all the time, it's not going to get you anywhere. You eventually need to find something that you're going to settle into. But sometimes you do need to do some trial and error. You, there is some give and take because you do need to realize that sometimes in order to achieve goals, it might be a little bit mundane. It might be a little bit repetitive. But so is hammering a sculpture by chiseling marble, right? It is repetitive motions. Yeah. Right. And you're never going to create that masterpiece unless you just commit to it. That's not to say that there won't be things out there that excite you, programs that excite you. Absolutely. But if it excites you and you're able to stick with it, that's going to be the program that's right for you. Yeah. I think 
like it, it's funny because when I look at my body composition over the past year, my weight has dropped quite a bit. Like I've lost quite a bit of weight again. Like I think I, I mean, the number doesn't matter. But when, even when I look at myself, I'm like, whoo, like we're getting, like we're getting a little little over here. But at the same time, and like you actually commented on this the other day, like pretty much like as soon as I got back from Mexico, you're like, oh, like baby, like you're getting really like, you're looking really thin over there. And I was like, I know, like the scale is saying it, but in the exact same breath, I was like, but you know what it is, is I'm losing a lot of my muscle mass. And I want to be back where I can, I'm getting, like, I want that, that, that definition back. I want to be able to see those things. And I, and I'm fully aware that I am losing some of that muscle mass just because I haven't been consistent in the gym. And it actually makes me sad. Like I would rather be even like when I think back of when I was quite like lean and I had quite a bit of definition going on and I was at my peak strength, like I was like 12 pounds heavier. Yeah. And I loved how I looked at that point because I was like, I was be, I was able to see my hard work and because I haven't been consistent with it and I've lost that, like I'm like, fuck the scale. I don't give a fuck about that number on the scale. Like it's all about like the, like how I'm looking and feeling now. And I'm, so I'm excited to get into a program that I can be committed to, or I try a new program that I'm like, enjoy, will enjoy because I'm, I'm past that phase of like, I want to be 175 pounds and yeah. I don't really care how I get there as long as I yeah. get there because I have gotten to the point where I've realized like it's how I look and feel, not what that number is. And yeah. like when you said that I like my quads were like, like I had lost a little bit of that swoop in my quads, I was crushed. <laughs> I was like, no, I had just started like to get that definition to come into play and like things were popping and like I was starting to see like that muscle growth yeah. and I've lost a lot of that. So I'm I'm so jacked to not only have that feeling with myself of like fuck the number on the scale right now. Like I want to be back like looking like I fucking work out and like I can carry all the groceries in in one go. Like that is that's my mindset and that's where I want to go and I I'm I'm just super excited to yeah. be excited by something that has the potential to get me there because it is within my wheelhouse to achieve adjusting that program from three days to four. I'm not getting frustrated. I'm not getting beat down because I'm missing yeah. workouts, like all of these things. And you can get your training volume in in those three days. Again, we just need to modify a little bit. Right? Yeah. Um, and that's, what, that's what's super important too is being able to get that training volume in to stress those muscles, to stimulate them into growing again. You don't need to do six days a week, endless amounts of repetitions, endless amount of sets, to get that muscle growth, right? You can you can scale it down. It's just a matter of intelligently plugging in those days and getting enough of an exercise selection that you're stimulating those muscles. Pop, contrary to popular belief, you do not necessarily need six days a week of training to get gains. And we need to shift that mindset. We need to we need to shift that mindset of like the old school bodybuilders, like. Eat, sleep, train. Eat, sleep, train. Sundays are rest days. Sundays are rest days, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think it'll be... And I'm so excited, too, to tie it all back together. Like, we've been very good with, like, our nutrition and stuff like that. Like, our... Like, the, the, our food choices and our, and our meal prepping. Like, all of those things have stayed consistent throughout this entire time. But I feel like 
once I start training again with a purpose, I'm excited to start eating again with a purpose. And like, it's going to be, I know that I'm going to go through that adjustment period again, where I'm trying to figure out how much I need to be eating when I should be eating, going through that, like, I am hungry, but I can't eat just yet because I'm trying to space out my meals or like I'm over full because I need to get my calories in because I'm trying to be purpose.ful with it so yeah. I can like really utilize all of those things. The hunger, I'm excited for the hunger again. Like you know that like post lift next day hunger. Yeah. Like I'm so jacked up for that. Like all of these little things, like seeing it all come, like bringing it all back together. This is what, like when we were talking to Blondo, like on whatever episode that was. Um, I had said, like, I'm struggling with my training. I'm struggling to be purposeful with my training. I'm struggling to, like, bring it all together. And I feel like I've finally gotten to the point where I've controlled a lot of the other chaos and I've been able to sort through it all. And now I can be, I can I can bring my training back in, into where it needs to be in the, and give it the priority that I want it to be. Yeah. So I'm jacked. Yeah. I'm super excited. Yeah. Like, I, I had taken, after my dental surgery there, like, I had taken a break from training because I... Couldn't I, train. I couldn't. I, <laughs> you weren't a, allowed. Hey, <laughs> I couldn't train and be like. Again, we had gotten into like that that thick of so many changes, and I had a conversation with a with a good friend of ours about because I I haven't gone climbing in months. <laughs> yeah, we haven't been climbing. We haven't, we haven't been working out. We haven't, we haven't, been haven't done none of that stuff. Right, like we focused on our nutrition. We focused on like us time. You went on vacation, but I had a really good conversation with a friend, and. You know, I, I had just told them, like, I just, I need to find that center again. Like, I need, there's so many things, there's so many straws I'm pulling at. And honestly, that that fitness aspect, like, working out, being under a barbell, even though I absolutely love that, and this goes back to the split, spinning place thing, like, even though I love being under a barbell, even though I love feeling that weight on my shoulders, even though I love climbing, I didn't, I, I couldn't focus on that mentally emotionally i just was not there because there were so many things happening at once that i just needed to find my center and that's another key thing that's changing that i want to hammer in this episode is that changes chaos happens you guys as much as we love to train as much as we love to get physical activity in sometimes that needs to take a backseat and that is okay. If you are not mentally right, if you are not emotionally right, and you're trying to spin a hundred plates and they're all falling, despite you being, despite you working your hardest, when you feel like you're on quicksand, no matter how hard you fight, you're still sinking. That is the point where you need to take a step back and rethink things, find your center again. And this goes for everything. This like. For us, what we something needed to give and what we chose to to put on the back was our training. Like we we were still getting workouts in, we were still making sure we were getting movement in, but it wasn't the priority. And so whatever that is in your life, whatever you feel like is not, like if you feel super overwhelmed and you can't keep these plates up, like find that one thing that you're like, I just don't have time for this right now. And as much as I want it to be a priority, I just can't make this a priority right now. It's okay to put things on the back burner. It is totally fine to do that. We we chose training. We chose 
being purposeful with our training to put on the back burner. And for you, that could be a million different things. I'm not even going to go down the list of what that could be because everybody is different. But just because you put something on the back burner doesn't mean that you've given up on it. Doesn't mean that you're throwing it out the window. It doesn't mean that you can't come back to it. It just means just put a plate down. It doesn't need to break. You don't need to drop it. You can simply just put it down and pick it back up at a later time. And that's that's where we are right now. Yep. And I think right now is a really important time for us to do it because once again, when you go back to school, we're going to have all these other plates up in the air all over again, and we're not going to be sure what to do with it. But that's a later problem. Yeah. Right, right now, we have been able to figure out what our priorities are, what we want to be focusing on. And now we've gotten those things under control, and now we're able to add one more thing back in. Yeah. And our training is that one more thing that we're adding back in. So we've talked a lot about ourselves in this episode. We've given you guys quite a like life update on Kat and Mike, and I'm sorry if this episode is not what you're expecting, but if nothing else speaks to you in this episode it is this find like write down all your plates figure out what you're what you're balancing what you're trying to hold on to and if you are feeling overwhelmed and you can't figure out why you cannot move forward just write it all down and evaluate and don't pressure yourself to keep all of these things going if if it doesn't feel right just even if you just have to take one thing out just take one thing out, try it for a couple weeks. If that fits, then great. Hold on to that for a little bit until things start to integrate into your routine and it's not so crunchy anymore. Then you can add one more thing in. And it this whole year for us, this past year, I feel like we struggled with that. We There was a long phase there where we were trying to do absolutely everything and we couldn't and it was chaos. And we finally like we didn't even talk about it we just like as individuals started putting a couple things down and things have now settled and now we're both at the point which is exciting that we're here together where we can start picking things back up again yeah we we had that conversation where it's like there's so many milestones that we missed out on like or so many milestones that we hit that we were just not able to enjoy because we were playing this balancing act yeah and like cat was saying here guys like sometimes doing that brain dump is necessary whether you choose to write it down whether you choose just to internalize it and compartmentalize it in your brain have that internal monologue that brain dump is absolutely necessary i know we said balance is bullshit but before you get to that point where you're super overwhelmed, just have that moment to have your brain dump. Because it's going to put a lot of things into perspective and it's going to help you sort things out and find that organized chaos again. Yeah, and this we talk about this a lot with our clients when it comes to, um, when people come to us and they're like, I want to start focusing on my nutrition and I want to start f- focusing on my fitness, but I feel like I have too much on, on the go right now. We do talk about that transition period of slowly integrating things and not going zero to 100. And this is the moment that we're talking about right now is when maybe you didn't even realize we've gone zero to 100 and things have just snowballed and suddenly you're completely redlining. This is a moment to just like like hit pause, reevaluate. If you have to take things out, take them out. If you need to put things in, take them in and just, but just slow it down a little bit. 
And that moment of evaluation is so, so important. And even with our clients, we literally do this weekly. Like when we do our weekly check-in, like that, this is what we're doing is we are taking that time to just press pause for a second, evaluate how your week was going. Same when we do like after our three months with each client, like we do a, what do we call it? Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, this is total brain fire. Anyways, we do this after three months with all of our clients. We reevaluate, okay, what have we done in the last three months? what's working, what's not working, where do we want to go? And we do it on a bigger scale than our week to week. But like these check-ins with yourself and having the conversation of, is this too much or is it just not fitting? Like those are two different things. Do you need to just slightly adjust to make things click or do you need to overhaul things? But like you, like, like Mike said, like you can't switch things up constantly all the time because nothing's ever going to click if you're constantly changing. But if you've gotten to the point where you're like, I am fucking trying and this is a square peg and this is a round hole and this is not working, swap it out. Yep. Grab a different peg. It's all good. It's, it's Gucci. And then once it fits, move on to the next hole. Yeah. <laughs> Awkward. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> so I know at the intro I said this was going to be a quick update. We've been going for almost an hour now. <laughs> Sorry. We like to talk. But we hope you guys take something away from this. We hope we give you guys um, some nuggets of wisdom and something that you can employ in your lives. Uh, as you can tell, we are not superhuman. We are very much human. We are two individuals still trying to figure things out, much like you are. Um, and that is normal. If someone says they have their shit together, they're fucking lying. <laughs> or good for them. Or good for them. Like, if they have found that, you know... I'm fucking... No, I'm going to stick with my answer. They're full of shit. Because <laughs> life is ever-changing. Chaos is going to happen. We do need to be adaptable. We do need to be flexible. But sometimes you do need to just put those plates down. You do need to settle and just let the quicksand settle sometimes before you keep on fighting again. So we're going to leave you guys with that one. Again... Uh, like and share on your uh, social media stories. Screenshot this. Let us know you're listening. If you can, we really, really greatly appreciate you guys leaving us a five-star review on Spotify. It just increases our visibility, helps our message get out to a bigger population. Uh, I know we have listeners all around the world. I was checking the analytics. We have friggin' listeners in, like, Belgium. <laughs> That's sick. That's super dope. Which if it's an asshole using a VPN and they're just sitting in freaking like Silverado. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, we'll take it. We'll take it. But yeah, and uh, honestly, guys, I always appreciate your guys' feedback. I st I've said it before and I'll say it again. I cry a little bit every time somebody comes up to me and is like, yo, I started listening to your guys' podcast. So if you are new here and or if you have recently come up to me and said that, I appreciate you. I know Mike does too. So thank you guys for sitting with us for this last hour. And we'll hang out next week. We will be back next week. There is no excuse for next week. So we'll chat later. Have a great day, guys. Mm -hmm.